Hey there, I'm Dao. I'm a visual artist and the founder of Dao Art Gallery. And this is the I Paint Ideas podcast, where I take you deep inside of my creative process and tell you the stories behind my art. So welcome. Now, I've been posting a lot about Dao Art notes on Instagram and other places lately. And I want to take this opportunity on the podcast to tell you more about them, what they are, how it started, because at this point, I'm totally obsessed with them. And I hope you find them interesting because that's what I'm going for. I don't care if you like my art or not, but I want you to find it interesting. Uh, in fact, somebody wrote a comment on, on Instagram, one of my posts and said, very interesting with a bunch of R's and it just made my day because that's what I'm going for, you know? Anyways, what are the Thou Art Notes? Thou Art Notes collection is a digital art collection where I transform sounds into visual art, hence the notes part, as in musical notes. I'm taking sound waves, or more precisely, heat maps of the sound waves, and then abstracting them to create visual art. I'm keeping the frequency of the or the shape of the waveform the same, only working what's there already and abstracting it. And it's not just music. It can be spoken words, nature sounds, mechanical noises, really anything that I find interesting. I would record it and then play with it, so to speak, until I get something I like. I may have 100 versions of something or 30 versions or 10 versions, but it's not done until I feel it's done. And I love this switching of senses in this way, sort of like synesthesia, right? From hearing something to seeing it instead. I always found synesthesia incredibly fascinating when you perceive something through one of your senses and then it comes out through another sense, like hearing shapes or tasting something when you read a word, for example. This is not where the inspiration actually came from. I do not have synesthesia. I think it's really cool. And maybe I was influenced by it a little bit indirectly just by knowing about it. But here's where it really came from. The first Dao Art note happened really quite by accident. My daughter asked me to paint something for her room. She was redecorating, changing colors, or painting her room. And she came to me and said, can you paint something for my room? And I thought, okay, thinking I'll make an oil painting because that's my thing. For a while, I wasn't really making anything. And she would come from time to time and say, hey, did you make something for my room? And I would say... No, not yet. I had nothing. I had absolutely nothing. What I was trying to do and why it was taking so long is that I was trying to develop a good concept. I wasn't worried about how I would make it. I was concerned more about what would it say. I wanted it to be meaningful for her. I wanted it to be beautiful so she could put it in her room. And I need to have that idea first in my head. I need to see it in my head because I don't paint flowers. I don't do landscapes. I don't do portraits. I just don't. I'm not saying that's not worthy of making. I'm just not making those things. It's not what I do. I mean, the name of the podcast here is I Paint Ideas because that's what I do. I have to see that idea in my head. I generally don't even draw that much. Sometimes I do. I wanted it to be really perfect for her. And I was struggling to come up with an idea that would be perfect and meaningful and, and all of that. What was that idea? What am I trying to say? I was drawing a blank. I'm very aware, it's definitely not lost on me, that I tend to complicate things. 
when they should be simple <laughs> in attempt to make them perfect. I want it to be congruent. I want it to be meaningful. I want it to be beautiful. And sometimes I trip over my own feet. And I've been told, and I don't think this is really a compliment in any way, shape or form, is that I'm kind of like a high-end digital camera instructional manual of 300 pages in seven languages, right? Complicated. I think that's what they meant to say. And sometimes because I see things in my head first, that the drawing, the, the idea, the concept, the stories is in my head, I'm trying to make it as close to that vision as possible in real life. And sometimes that's not really how it works. So at that time, I have to recognize that, okay, get out of your head. You have to step away, let it go, get out of your head. And, and that whole process of letting go even is just really challenging and frustrating. And so it was taking time. And my daughter comes to me again and she asks, okay, where is my painting? You know, have you, have you done my painting yet? And I said five words to her that were, I would say, the most unfortunate five-word combination I could have come up with. And what I said was, I need to be inspired. And you can imagine her reaction. She gave me that look like, what, I'm not inspiring to you? Really? It didn't go well at all. I still don't have an idea. I'm still drawing a blank. But I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean to say I'm not inspired by her because I am. What I meant to say is that I don't have the idea. I still, I still don't have the concept. I'm not painting landscapes in the meadow somewhere having a picnic and just painting what I see. It's not what I do. And art impacts me the same way that I impact art. So it's really crucial for me to get it right. So I just didn't see it. I just didn't see it at all. So more time goes by, still nothing. She's given up on me by this point. This is months. We're talking months. And one day, I am editing this podcast. And I hear a little click of a mouse in the recording. I think I just moved my mouse or something. And this click of a mouse that I could hear was layered under my voice. So it was very hard to isolate and remove. But I could hear it. Nobody probably listening to this would have even noticed it. But I did. And because I did, I had to take it out. Because I want to give my listeners the best possible listening experience. Because listening to a podcast is very intimate. And I want to do the best job that I can have as as good experience as possible i'm staring at this waveform trying to find the stupid little click and finally i find it i fix it and then a light bulb goes off and i see the idea for my daughter's painting right there and then staring at this waveform what if i recorded myself saying i love you beautiful beautiful because my daughter's name is bella and I call her beautiful, and I love you because that's all it matters, right? And what if I use the waveform of that recording, of that sound, as the composition or the base for my oil painting? Because as I said, oil is my medium, except when I do digital extensions or you know, putting art on continuum or making videos or something like that, some multimedia stuff. But real paintings 
it's just oil. That's all I do. So that was the idea. But what happened was, after I recorded myself saying I love you beautiful, I took the image of the, of the heat map of the <laughs> sound wave of the recording of me saying it, and I start playing with it, abstracting it, changing different properties of the image. And that's how the first Dao Art note was born. I love you beautiful. And what was fascinating to me about it is that you could see all the syllables. You can see I love you beautiful. You could see the face of a young girl. You could see like different things in it. And I thought, that's really interesting because the intention of that recording was embedded in the image. And I thought, would this be true for other sounds? Does the intention of the sound transfer over to an image? Like if you, if you saw the sound, would you know what it's about without hearing it? If that makes sense. What if I did, you know, a sound of my singing bowl, which is an inverted bell, Tibetan singing bowl, or what about dog barking or another piece of dialogue or a love note? Can you see what the sound is about without hearing it? That's when I became totally obsessed. I started recording literally everything and turning it into art. I'll put a link to all of these Dao Art notes in show notes. And of course, you can find show notes in the description box wherever you are listening. And that way you can see the entire collection, actually a sample of the collection because I didn't even upload all of them that I did so far. But I'll keep adding over time so you can, you can check them out there. Just go into the description box, click on the link to show notes, and then you can go from there. So I became obsessed with the notion that sound carries the intention. And I wanted to test that theory to see if that actually, you know, held true for other sounds. So I literally started recording all the sounds that I thought were interesting. So first I recorded my puppy, Miss Bailey. Um, she's yellow lab, not a puppy anymore. She's a huge uh, <laughs> lap dog. She thinks she's a lap dog, but she's a hundred pounds. But she was a puppy at the time and I was teaching her the speak command and she was getting it. So I gave her the command. She barked three times. I recorded it and that became Miss Bailey Speaks. In that image, you can see dog's head, sort of like how you would see it if you did shadow puppets of a dog kind of barking. It's like, it's like that sort of a look. And, and I thought, wow, this is really crazy because you could see a dog barking, you know? I was like, oh my God, I have to do this again. So then I go to my husband and I say, can you please record something for me to turn into art? To that, he said, leave me alone. And I thought, perfect. You have to record that. So I dragged him up the stairs into the studio. He recorded it. I had to guide him a little bit. He said it also three times uh, with different intensities uh, just to see if that would matter. And that became Leave Me Alone. Now, in that one, you can kind of see an angry person. And the funny thing is there's shades of yellow and red, which is really a remnant from the heat map right? But it was perfect because it added on to that sort of anger, anger look, you know? The only person who volunteered her services to me, of course, was my mom. She was like, what do you want? Accordion, piano, violin, what kind of noise you want me to make? Let's do it. 
you know, spoken like a true artist. She would do anything for art, right? She played an Italian love song, Marina, on her accordion, and that became the image Marina. That recording was a little bit longer, about a minute, her playing the accordion. So it's very wide. Usually there are maybe 10 seconds, 30 seconds max, because that gives the best aspect ratio without going super long. But with Marina, you can almost see a timeline of the romance unfolding, which is really cool. So now I'm hooked. You know, I never know what's going to show up. It's surprising, it's delightful, and sometimes I get chills just looking at it. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Maybe it's just my imagination. I don't know, but I see these things in it, and, uh, and it just blows my mind. So then I'm recording wind and birds and mechanical sounds and broken cars and symphony of, of frogs and literally anything that grabs my attention. There are million and one ideas. I'm walking around town. If something piques my interest, I immediately grab my phone. I, I record it. Even if I'm never going to use it, I still record it so I would have it. And that's just to tell you that everything is art and everything can be an inspiration for art. And you heard me say that before, and I would say it again, everything is an inspiration for art. At the minute, I'm loving the sounds of New York City. Talking about inspiration around every corner, right? I published two pieces recently. They're both sounds of New York. One is called Waiting for Six Train Uptown. And this is what happened. I was waiting for the train, and this guy walks by, and he goes, Hey, star shoes, addressing me. And I said, hey, I was wearing Converse platforms with a star on the back. And I actually appreciated that he appreciated my shoes. So I said, hey, and I don't know why everybody thinks New Yorkers are not friendly. I think they're very friendly. But anyways, I realized that he is a subway musician and he was just about to set, set up his shop. And then he started playing James Brown. He was very good. He was so good. And I thought, Thou art note. I start recording him, and in that time, the train came thundering through the tunnel, right, through the subway. And that's the sound that I captured for this image, for thou art note. And it's interesting because you can almost see a tunnel. Actually, not almost. You can see a tunnel because I think the sound bounces off of different objects, right? And that's revealed in the image. And you can kind of see the subway station in a very abstracted way, I have to say. But that was really cool. I did another one called Sax at the Met, which is another street musician in New York City playing his sax in front of the Met Museum. And that one looks more like a cityscape. I think I got that right. Like, I think the sound is bouncing and and kind of paints the picture in that sound wave. I also recorded the fountain and just general chatter in front of the museum and things like that. I haven't gotten to those yet, so I'll be adding them at some point later. So make sure that you check out that link in show notes so you can see them. None of these are for sale, right? Because they're primarily for me working through an obsession and observing what the world around me sounds like and looks like. Every single one is almost like a memory for me. Some people have asked me to do Art note based on their own recording, which I have done. One that stands out is called Je T'aime, 
it was a recording that a wife made for her husband for their anniversary. There are native English speakers, but he likes French, so she spoke in French, and he likes abstract art, so it was a perfect combination to take her message to him, translate it into abstract art. So it was it was definitely a win-win. What that image revealed was a bunch of stacked hearts. It was like a heart on top of the heart on top of the heart. And then in the recording, she paused. And then she said, je t'aime at the end. And you can see that pause of like summoning her courage to say je t'aime at the end. And you can see that in the image. And it's really cool. And I am not a romantic person by any stretch of imagination. I can tell you that much. But that one gave me chills. So I really liked it. She liked it. Uh, which is all it counts. So anyways, if you have an exciting sound or a love note or anything that you would like translated into abstract art, feel free to send me an email at hello at and I'll take it from there and we can see if we can collaborate on your sound. Perfect. That's all I had for today. I hope you enjoy the production value of this podcast because I do try to make it as perfect as possible. I appreciate you. Thank you for your time and your support. Je t'aime.